What the fuck is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Metalhead Mania. It's your boy Jay, and I'm back. And I'm back in a big way. Uh, shout out to Under Oath. You guys hear him playing in the background here. Uh, and we're going to continue uh, the Polar Opposites uh, series. So this will be part three um, of this series here. Um, I know I've been gone. I've been pretty busy. I do apologize about that. I've been getting those voicemails. And uh, like I said, man, um, shout out to the 400 listeners. We're now at 435. So uh, that's pretty awesome. I actually got some co-workers uh, to definitely hit that subscribe button because we're definitely taking off. So appreciate that, guys. And let's fucking rock and roll, man. Uh, at the top of the hour, I'm actually going to cover um, a little bit of this Trump cheese that's going on. <laughs> we're going to cover it a little bit, man. And um, uh, towards the end, we're probably going to do a little bit of uh, pun intended. And um, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about uh, record labels and things like that. But yeah, guys, um, for this segment, we're going to be covering uh, and comparing Under Oath as the Christian band. Uh, followed with Flesh God Apocalypse as the uh, quote-unquote satanic band. So uh, we're going to be covering those two and um, looking at the comparisons with both. Um, but like I said, um, let's take off, guys. But yeah, guys, moving on, man. I mean, I guess since Trump and Melania Trump, whatever the fuck his wife name is, I guess since they both have the virus, we could just go ahead and move Samuel L. Jackson in that bitch, right? I mean, I guess we could use another president, but um, isn't that fucking crazy, though? Like, the president to get the virus? That's pretty gnarly shit, right? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what he comes out and say. Um, because like I said in the previous podcast, when I did talk a little bit about Trump, um, I saw you guys uh, checked into that one. Um, I did say that voting for Trump was essential, that we definitely uh, want to vote for Trump for many different reasons. If you have not seen that episode, go go uh, check out that episode um, called Vote for Trump. And uh, it'll definitely give you some more insight into my opinion on that. But... Like I said, it's going to be very interesting to see what Trump comes out and says, uh, because in my personal opinion, I don't believe that he has the virus. You know, that's just me. That's my personal opinion. And if he does not have the virus, I mean, what the fuck is he going to say? Like, let's say, for example, right, like all these media outlets are saying Trump has the virus, right? What if this motherfucker comes out and says, I never had the virus, or they were just saying that I had the virus, then what is that going to do? And what type of domino effect is that going to have on the media? You know, because if I'm being honest, I wouldn't be surprised if the far left is, you know, trying to put this on Trump just so that he could make this a publicity stunt, you know, and just basically come off as, okay, anyone can get the virus. Because think about it, if the president can get the virus, surely anyone can get the virus, right? So, guys, it could just be some fucking bullshit. We really don't know. Um, shit, for all we know, Anthony Fauci gave the motherfucker the virus. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we just never know. Um, it can get really tricky. Um, I told you to play along, Brian. I'm with my friend Brian, and my internet sucks right now. and He has connection interrupted, and I told him to play offline. But, yeah, anyways, guys. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see 
uh, what happens with that. Uh, pay very close attention to what the aftermath is and pay very close attention to what fucking Trump says because it's honestly going to determine where he sits in the grand scheme of things. Because in my opinion, you know, like, and I'm sure a lot of you uh, metalheads feel the same way. The president is usually a puppet. You know, the president usually is a sitting tool or fucking device for, you know, these motherfuckers with power. So with that being said, if you can't control a person and you can't use them as part of your, you know, tool or pecking order of how you want things to go, how are you going to try to control them? There's already been stories about, you know, assassination attempts on Trump and uh, things of that nature. So if this guy comes out and he says that he never had the virus, that's going to be some shit, man. It's definitely that's definitely going to be some shit, you know, because in my opinion, there is a silent war going on that we can't really see uh, between a lot of rich motherfuckers. And I feel like we're just in the middle of that shit and we're just a part of it, man. We're just <laughs> we're just the audience. That's why the presidential debate was so hilarious because the shit was like a freak show. You know, you're just sitting there just looking at motherfuckers and laughing. You know, you didn't even take it serious. No one I know personally took that debate serious. You know, so like I said, guys, it's going to be very interesting. Um, Trump made some very good points at the debate. And you guys know I don't really get too political, but, um, you know, he did mention that Biden was in Senate for 47 years and the motherfucker ain't get shit done. I mean, does it take 50 years to get some shit done? I mean, I don't think so. That's half a fucking century. So, um, but like I said, guys, uh, definitely pay, pay close attention to that. I do believe there's a silent war going on and we're pretty much just the audience of it. Um, so stay tuned for that. I, like I said, I don't believe that Trump has the virus. Or if he does have the virus, I believe it was given to him um, by someone in power that are playing games with him. Because in all honesty, I don't believe that they wanted Trump to be president. I don't believe they ever wanted Trump to be president. I believe that they thought it would be a landslide for Hillary. I believe they manipulated the ballot numbers, but they didn't realize that Trump had a huge base. And that base is large and... You know, he just ended up winning that shit because they didn't expect him to have that type of rally or that type of number. So, you know, he ended up winning that shit. So um, shout out to him and shit. We'll see what happens next. But I feel like they really, really don't want him in that motherfucker if he, you know, if he's not going to carry out their agenda. And Contrary to popular belief, I don't believe Trump's racist. I don't believe Trump is any of those things that they're saying he is. Um, I don't believe that he is necessarily uh, condemning certain people that he should condemn. But, you know, it's all it's all politics It's all a game, you know, and who really gives a shit anyway. So, but yeah, guys, like I said, just just keep your eye out on that and we'll keep a close lookout on that and we'll be covering that. Um, here, but we won't be covering general politics. Well, fuck that, but we'll definitely be keeping our eye on on Trump for sure. Hello, guys, but fucking man, shit's crazy. Like I said, shout out to 
uh, Flesh God, Apocalypse, and Underoath. I believe it's very, very important, you know, to, you know, recognize and give credit to, you know, some of these legendary bands that we've had over the years. Um, you guys know how I feel about that. And, you know, these motherfuckers got us through some tough times. So it's good to look back and, you know, shout out to them. You know, because a lot of people, a lot of people don't even really cover metalcore and I see a lot of people covering heavy metal, but there's there's like a lack of people covering um, metalcore and deathcore, man, and it's really puzzling to me. You guys may not know this, but um, I'm huge on epic music. Like, I really like trailer music. You know, shout out Audio Machine, Harry Gregson, um, all those type of motherfuckers. I'm, I'm real big on that. And, um... So when you basically combine that music with deathcore, they're pretty much, you know, a symphonic metal. And I've always been big on a symphonic metal since I first listened to it. Um, at first, I actually laughed at it because I, I wasn't taking it serious. Like, how are you going to put a symphony with metal? But uh, I soon began to uh, enjoy it. I adopted to it and it honestly became one of my favorite genres. Yeah, it honestly became one of my favorite genres, and um, ever since that day, man, I've been, I've been really liking it a lot. Unfortunately, you know, there's not a whole lot of good symphonic metal bands. Uh, just to let you guys know that in advance, just in case you are uh, thinking about listening to uh, symphonic metal bands, uh, there's not a whole lot of good ones. Um, but the ones that are good, uh, they definitely kick ass. Uh, but moving on into the specifics of, uh, we're going to start with Flesh God Apocalypse. So their first uh, studio album, we have uh, Oracles. Uh, then they came out with Agony, Labyrinth, King, and then Valeno. Um, for me personally, uh, my favorite album was Agony. Um, Labyrinth is pretty close. I really like the Labyrinth as well. Of course, I'll give you guys my top two songs off of every album, um, like we usually do. Um, but man, I mean, they, they've come a long way. They've had a lot of different lineup changes, of course. Um, they actually um, put Francesco to drums about a couple of years ago. and uh, But now he's back, man. Now he's back as the lead singer, and I'm happy for him. I definitely think he should have been the lead singer. Because in all honesty, like I said, you know, Labyrinth and Agony is my favorite two albums. And I think they were in a better position when he was the lead singer for sure. And, uh, you know, they got a lot of good, they got a lot of good content here. Um, my favorite two songs off of Oracles would be uh, Sophistic Demise. And I really like Embodied Deception. And that is off Oracles, off of Agony. I really like the hypocrisy and the deceit. Those are my two favorite songs off Agony. Uh, Labyrinth, my favorite two songs is Elegy and Pathfinder. King, my favorite two songs is Mitra and The Fool. And off of Valeno, my favorite two songs are Mona Lisa. It's funny how they spelt that shit. It's like Mona Lisa. It's pretty funny. And, um... Reese Reese 
They got some very interesting names on this motherfucker for sure. Uh, they also got a song that looks like, if you not paying attention, it looks like it says Coronavirus Lamb, which is their second song. So that's very interesting if you <laughs> go look at that shit. And with COVID-19 running so rampant, if you just go gloss right past that shit, you're definitely going to think it says Coronavirus for sure. But yeah, guys, those are my favorite two songs off every album. So yeah, if you if you don't know about Flesh God Apocalypse, now you know. Shout out to fucking Under Oath, man. Shout out to those boys, man. Fucking Under Oath. I've been listening to Under Oath fucking forever. Um, as far as I can pretty much go back, uh, when I got into this scene, when I got into this music. Um, Under Oath has always been there. When my uh, parents used to get mad at me for listening to metal, because that was pretty much, um, you know, I was pretty much uh, looked at in a very sinister way in my household. You know, I remember having Marilyn Manson um, posters that were taken down and I was actually uh, told to sleep on the couch a couple of nights. For having Marilyn Manson uh, posters, but you guys know how that shit goes um, when you're raised in like a Catholic home. So uh, that was very interesting. But but yeah, so uh, listening to Under Oath, they sort of helped me justify, or at least attempt to justify, uh, to my parents that the music that I was listening to was okay. Because when they used to talk shit about how evil it was, I showed them the lyrics to what Under Oath was saying, and then at least to a certain extent, I could get them to shut the fuck up. You know, to a certain extent. Because it's like, oh, that's evil, that's the devil's music, you know, that's that, that's this. Motherfucker, they're praising God in this shit. So shut the fuck up. So yeah, man, Under Oath, like I said, I've been listening to these guys... Uh, pretty much since I started, I'm um, listening to like a skillet drive, listening to Escape the Fate and all that. Um, Under Oath was was right there as well, along with other bands like Bullet for My Valentine. But but yeah, Under Oath was right there, man. Uh, so shout out to Under Oath. Um, we're gonna get into all of their albums. And um but yeah, guys, so Under Oath, their first studio album, which a lot of people actually forget, Under Oath used to be a lot more hardcore. They used to sound pretty much like the Devil Wears Prada when the Devil Wears Prada started off with funny ass songs like Big Wiggly Style and Danger Wild, man, <laughs> you know, so uh, and Whack Apocalypse. But um, yeah, so and they pretty much sounded like them. They were pretty much known as the two Christian hardcore bands that all the fans of hardcore music liked and the bands to justify to your parents that hardcore music was okay. It was Under Oath, you know, Act of Depression, 1999, Cries of the Past, which actually came out a year later, uh, The Changing of Times, They're Only Chasing Safety. Define the Great Line, Lost in the Sound of Separation, which is the music playing in the background here, which 
probably is my favorite album by them. Um, O with the fucking slash in the middle. I forgot what that shit means. Uh, Disambigation, um, which came out in 2010. That's a really good album as well. And then, of course, the latest album, Erase Me, the deluxe version, came out last year. And um, I think I, I don't think Under Oath is really slowing down, guys. I think they're as good as they've always been. You know, I think their potential probably is about the same. I don't think they're going anywhere. And it's really impressive, in all honesty, you know, when you can stay on the same ground and stay on the same type of footing uh, that you've always been at. Because a lot of bands, as you guys know, fall the fuck off. Um, it happens a lot. But um, Under Oath, and you know, I harp on that. You know, bands having consistency. And Under Oath has always had that, man. You look at all their albums and... So that's, that's pretty good shit, man. It's good shit. So I'll go ahead and go through my favorite two songs of, of um, every album. I did not particularly like Cries of the Past and Act of Depression. I'm going to be honest, guys. So I'm actually going to skip those two. Unfortunately for you, Under Oath. Doesn't mean I don't like you. All right. The Changing of Times, my favorite two songs was When the Sun Sleeps and Short of Daybreak. Uh, my favorite two songs from Their Only Chased in Safety was Reinviting Your Exit and Down Set Go. My favorite two songs of Define the Great Line was In Regards to Myself and Writing on the Walls. My favorite two songs in Lost in the Sound of Separation are A Fault Line, A Fault of Mine, which is my favorite song by them um, of all time, and... Too Bright to See, Too Loud to Hear. Uh, my favorite song off of Oh, Disambigation would be uh, Catch Catch Myself, Catching Myself, and A Divine Eradication. Also, shout out to uh, Indivision, as an honorable mention there. Uh, Erase Me, the deluxe version, I would have to say On My Teeth, and Rapture. Rapture's really good. I can play that shit on repeat. But yeah, guys, those are my favorite two songs. I'll also do probably my top five songs of them all time, just uh, in general. You know, if you don't have a lot of time, you just want to hear their best, their top five songs in general. I would say they are uh, Rapture, In Regards to Myself, Too Bright to See, Too Loud to Hear. Uh, in regards to myself and a boy rushed, a boy brushed red living. So that would be my top five. Definitely check those out. You know, if you don't have a whole lot of time to listen to too much of Under Oath for sure, those are some songs you can definitely check out. And by the way, guys, um, if you guys have any suggestions on uh, continuing this series with you know, a quote-unquote satanic band and a quote-unquote Christian band, uh, let me know. I'll definitely uh, send that link, put that link in the description for the voicemails. Um, so definitely, you know, record those. I've been getting some. And uh, just let me know. Maybe I'm, um, maybe I'm missing some Christian bands. Maybe I'm missing some, you know, satanic bands, and I definitely want to cover them. I was considering covering Bell Fager, um, but... 
I don't know. I just don't feel like they're that popular. I don't know if a whole lot of people know them. But um, I, I was thinking about matching them up with a band. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll be in the kitchen cooking up something. Uh, doing Probably continuing this series. If not, we'll go into uh, a different series and it'll be all good. But yeah, guys. Um, Under Oath. Uh, shout out to Under Oath. Uh, what record label is Under Oath under? I forgot their record label. Find out really quick here. Under Oath record label. I think they're with um, Century Media. I could be wrong. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so they're with Tooth and Nails. Tooth and Nail Records. Okay. Tooth and Nails. How do you guys feel about Tooth and Nail Records? They got the band's uh, Amberland, so that's not surprising. Kind of have that under oath sound a little bit. They got Norma Jean. They got Steven Christian. Oh, they got Demon Hunter. They got, um, what else these motherfuckers got? They got Haste the Day. Nice. Okay. So they're pretty consistent around the board. Because if you got Haste the Day and Demon Hunter, okay, I, I get where you're going with your record label. Norma Jean as well. Emery. Yeah, they all kind of, you know, kind of have that same type of sound. Okay. Shout out Tooth and Nail Records. And uh, on the next segment, guys, we'll be jumping right into our record label. So that's a good segue. What the fuck is up, guys? Metalhead Mania. Moving on to, I think, would be a cool segment. Uh, we're actually going to cover, uh, which I've never seen anyone cover. Um, what is the best metal record label? Think about it. What is the best metal record label? There's a lot of good bands. But what would you say is the best metal Record label. So there's a lot of those motherfuckers, man. Some of them cover more death metal. Some of them cover more heavy metal. Some of them cover more metalcore, whatever the case is. In my mind, in my head, I'm already predicting that the best one is Rise Records because most of my favorite bands seem like they're with Rise Records. But we're an unbiased podcast, of course, and... We're going to figure this shit out together. What is the best record label? I might actually create a system like we did with the um, top 25 albums of all time. How I created the point system with the 4 and the 4.5 and the 5 and all that. I might actually have to do that with this. But we're going to go on surface level. And then maybe I'll get back with you guys and... Maybe tell you uh, the answer from a numerical standpoint. But starting off with Nuclear Blast. Again, guys, if I miss some of these bands, I love music just as much as anyone else. So if I miss a band off these record labels, definitely um, 
you know, you can always DM me. I got my social media or you can also, um, you know, send that voicemail and let me know because I might fuck up, you know. So uh, Nuclear Blast Records, some of the best bands, some of the bands that stand out the most, um, in my opinion. And guys, listen, I know Nightwish is on here and Nightwish is pretty popular. I'm not a huge fan, but. You know, I gotta. I feel like I gotta mention them. You know, because they're pretty popular. Okay, so we got Paradise Lost, we got In Flames, we got Slayer, we got Primal Fear, we got Amaranth. I might be saying that wrong. Uh, we got Dumu Burger, Satanist. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Behemoth. We got. Uh, Belfager, we got death in this motherfucker. Um, we got um, Lamb of God. I'm not a huge fan of Hate Breed, but I feel like I gotta mention them because they're popular. Hate Breed's in here. Um, me and my friend Brian on our way uh, to my house was actually listening to Machine Head, so I guess shout out to Machine Head. They're on here. Uh, Mashuga's on here. There's a lot of good bands on this motherfucker. Um, Cradle of Filth. Slipknot. Anthrax. And fucking, last but definitely not least, probably the best band on this motherfucker, As I Lay Dying. Rounds it out. For me, as far as, you know, some great bands that are on this motherfucker. So, wow, man, Nuclear Blast, they starting this shit off with a bang, man. They came heavy for the first round, the first grip of of great bands, um, you know, in regards to record label. It's going to be hard to beat that lineup, man. You got some heavy hitters led by As I Lay Dying. Second in command would probably be, I would say over this shit again I say Slipknot I say Slipknot can be the the vice president okay so as I lay down is the president Slipknot's the vice president Mashuga's the secretary of state um who else we got we got um Amarath and they're gonna be the fucking house of representatives okay so there we go we built our government with nuclear blasts. So let's see if we can create a government that can take those motherfuckers down. Alright, moving on to Fearless Records. Which is pretty fucking popular. See what heavy hitters they can bring out. Motionless in white. Heading becoming the president instantly no questions asked you got motionless and white being the president uh but yeah to go and name the bands that are great on this shit we got august burns red we got pierce the veil we got wage war we got motionless of course we got i prevail we got the word alive shout out mayday parade <laughs> uh, we got oceans eight alaska we got bless the fall Shit, we even got Chris Motionless as a solo solo artist. 
We got Set It Off. We got Under Oath, of course. Shout out Under Oath, segment leaders. Um, we got Volumes. We got the funny band, Plain White Tees. We got Chunk No Captain Chunk. <laughs> we got Alasana. Although I will say, I'm mentioning Alasana because of how popular they are. They did have one good album. Other than that, they didn't really have a lot of good albums, in my opinion. Um, I know a lot of people used to like them uh, when I was a lot younger. And they used to be one of those bands a lot of people listen to. But I mean, outside of the Thespian, in my opinion, they didn't really have a lot of great content. Um, we also have Breathe Carolina, which are fucking badasses. One of my favorite bands for sure. Um, we also have uh, Get Scared. Ah, shit. Get Scared is awesome. Um, we have Tonight Alive, For All Those Sleeping, A Skillet Fucking Drive. Let's go. We got Mike Fuentes, which we all know who brother he is. Um, we have The Color Morale, Forever the Sickest Kids, and The Summer Set, man. So, wow, man. This is a good fucking list, man. This is a good list, man. This is a good list. But I'll let you guys be the judges and decide. But in my opinion, I say the president... A fearless records government would be motionless and white. The vice president would be I prevail. Uh, the secretary of state would be Bless the Fall. And the House of Representatives would be, and which is a really tough one. This is a tough one, guys. This is a fucking tough one, man. Because so I got to choose between August Burns Red, Pierce the Veil. Wage war and fucking under oath, man. So this is a tough one. This is a tough one. And for all those sleeping too, man. But if you had a gun to my head, I, I'd have to go with August Burns Red because August Burns Red has so much content and um it got me through a lot of tough shit. So we're gonna go with August Burns Red as the House of Representatives, and that rounds out the government uh for Fearless Records. Uh, so moving on, uh, we're going to go with, and we have about four more to cover. We're going to cover Rise Records, Epitaph Records, Solid State Records, and Metal Blade Records. Um, so moving on to Rise Records, uh, we have standout bands like Dance Gavin Dance, Memphis Made Fire, Crown the Empire, Issues. Um, who just got rid of Tyler Carter. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, Make Them Suffer. Attack Attack. Of Mice and Men. The Acacia Strain. Emerosa. Uh, Miss May I. Sleeping with Sirens. The Devil Wears Prada. Like Moths to Flames. Palisades. Hands Like Houses. Dude, this is so much heat, bro. This is so much fucking heat, bro. I don't know, man. I don't even know if it's going to be close. This is a lot of heat already. That's a lot of fucking heat, man. And we're only halfway done with this shit. That's a lot of heat, man. But moving on, we have um, Fire from the Gods, Woe is Me, For the Fallen Dreams. Um, we also have Silverstein, Chelsea Grin. Uh, what else we got here? The Color Morale, North Lane. 
Secrets. I got a secret. I love secrets. Abandon all ships. And we have In Fear and Faith and Man Overboard. The plotting is pretty good, too. Honorable mention. But, man, guys. Hey, man. That's a crazy fucking list, man. So, we're going to see how we're going to round this motherfucker out. It's going to be tough. If we got to round this shit out. The president, the leader in command. If you would have asked me this in 2010, I would have said attack, attack. If you would have asked me this in 2020, I'd say attack, attack shouldn't even be on the list. But, it is 2020. So the president of this motherfucker is going to have to be the Devil Wears Prada. They're the president of this ship, man. We got the Devil Wears Prada as the president. The vice president is Memphis Mayfire. The secretary of state is crowned the empire. And this is an extremely tough one because I got to choose between of mice and men, the Acacia strain, and make them suffer. So this is hard as fuck. But... Uh, this is really tough, guys. But I would have to say, make them suffer. I got, I gotta say, make them suffer. Okay, okay. So that rounds it out. The president, the Devil Wears Prada, the Vice President, uh, Memphis May Fire, the Secretary of State, Crown the Empire, the House of Representatives, make them suffer. I guess this is apropos. It's only right to put it in this government standpoint because we started the top of the hour covering Trump's bitch ass. So. That's the way we got to do this shit. Moving forward to Epita Records. Some standout artists here. We got um, Falling in Reverse, uh, Bad Religion, Bring Me the Horizon. Whoa, shit. There's a band called Pennywise. I got to check those motherfuckers out. I wonder if the lead singer looks like it. Uh, we also have Every Time I Die, Parkway Drive, The Ghost Inside, Escape the Fate. Um, what else we got here? Oh, Green Day's in this motherfucker. Um, Architects. Uh, what else we got? I'm a huge fan of Architects, man. A huge fan of Architects. Architects has been around forever, too. They, they used to be one of those bands that I used to kind of gloss over. I never paid attention to them. But then from the moment I started listening to them, I was like, man, that's why it's always good to take risks, guys. Always take risks. Not only in life, but with metal and hardcore music. Because you may not know certain bands, but then if you if, if you just go and you have that drive to go listen to new bands, there's been times where I've done that and they've become some of my favorite bands. You know, i.e. Memphis May Fire, i.e. Architects. You know, and the list goes on and on. Also, Converge. We also have... Oh, shout out Weezer. Uh, Sleeping with Sirens. Uh, a Day to Remember. Day to Remember is awesome. So, yeah, guys. Um, I believe Epita is really top-heavy. It's, 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 it's a pretty good list. It's, it's definitely a pretty good list. Um, I, I would say that they're top heavy, um, but if we're going to round it out and we're going to run our government with these motherfuckers, which we should anyway, we should run a government with, with fucking metalheads, rock stars. I think it would run a lot more smooth in my opinion, but uh, getting right into it, I think the president of Epita Records would be 
fucking a day to remember. No question. I say a day to remember would be the president. A VP, vice president. We're going to have to go with Escape the Fate. We're going to have to go with Escape the Fate. I've been listening to these motherfuckers since I started with this shit. And they've... Although Escape the Fate has dropped off considerably since when they first started, which bothers me a lot. But they still do, you know, have those hits that they make. But they've definitely... They're definitely not the same that they used to be, but... But... Uh, nonetheless, I digress. I'm going to have to go with them as vice president, architects as secretary of state, and I'm going to have to go with, which is a tough one between Bring Me the Horizon and Falling in Reverse. But again, if a gun was to my head, which has been before, I'm going to have to go with Bring Me the Horizon as House of Representatives. But shout out to Falling in Reverse for sure. And Ronnie Radke's bitch ass. Moving on, we got two more to cover, cover Metal Blade Records and Solid State Records. Uh, Solid State Records, going to get right into them, see what these motherfuckers got. Solid State Records, uh, we have Fit for a King, uh, we have Wolves at the Gate, we have Norma Jean, we have Demon Hunter, we have Silent Planet. We have O Sleeper becoming the archetype. Uh, what else we got here? We got Phoenix. Hey, if you guys don't know about Phoenix, go check those motherfuckers out, man. Because they're not that popular, but they're they're crazy. They're brutal, man. That's P-H-I-N-E-H-A-S. Phoenix. Uh, we got the Devil Wears Prada, which I guess they're in this label as well. So we won't really get too much into them. Um, we have As Cities Burns, we have My Children, My Bride, funny story about My Children, My Bride, I remember when I did not listen to, like, hardcore music at one point, and I was flicking through the cable at home, I believe it was on demand, you guys know, like, before YouTube was all huge, or before you had a smartphone, um, you couldn't really just listen to music videos at will, and I remember listening to that shit uh, on, on demand. I, I went to the metal section and there was a band called My Children, My Bride. And I called my brother and my sister into the room. I said, man, let's check this shit out. And I clicked on My Children, My Bride. I forget the song. And as soon as that shit started, we was like, oh, fuck no, man. We just pretty much like ran up out of that motherfucker. Like, so it's funny looking back at that shit. But, um... And now, even listening to My Children, My Bride's music, they're not even that heavy. So, it's funny how uh, shit changes for sure. Uh, but moving on here, we also have uh, Emery. We have The Agony Scene. We have To Speak of Wolves. And yeah, guys, those are uh, some of the standout bands in Solid State Record. Uh, so yeah, man, shout out Solid State Records. And last but not least, we have the popular Metal Blade Records. So you already know there's a lot of brutal motherfuckers in this bitch. Um, we have, um, shout out Cannibal Courts. Uh, we also have Amon Amarth. It's all about them Vikings. 
we also have uh, Slayer. We also have Cattle Decapitation. We also have one of my favorites, the Black Dahlia Murder. Uh, we also have Kill Switch Engage. And by the way, the Black Dahlia Murder, just so you guys know, I, I might actually cover them as far as uh, on my next segment if I continue this series. So I just got to match them up, uh, perhaps with the Christian band. But yeah, because I really want to cover um, the Black Dahlia Murder, man. Uh, we also have uh, White Chapel. We also have Job for a Cowboy. We also have As I Lay Dying, which I guess they're in this uh, record label as well. So we won't really get uh, too much into them. Uh, we also have... Let's see here. Uh, Lizzie Borden. Vader. Oh, so they got some a lot of heavy metal. We have Power Wolf. And Ghost. <laughs> Shout out Ghost. My friend Brian that's here, he actually showed me Ghost. They, um, they're pretty interesting to say the least. But uh, yeah, man. So that covers Metal Blade Records. Um, hopefully you guys uh, recognize a lot of those bands and um, see how they compare to these other bands. It's going to be very interesting uh, to see uh, who comes out on top as far as uh, which one should be chosen as far as uh, the... But yes, guys, uh, the president... Can't forget about covering this. The president of Metal Blade Records, in my opinion, would be um, Slayer. Uh, the vice president would be the Black Dahlia Murder. The House of Representatives would be Kill Switch Engage. And the um, Secretary of State would be Cattle Decapitation, uh, for sure. And that would round that out. But guys, um, I actually want to get into the top five... Um, animes slash cartoons of all time. I want to get into the top five of those motherfuckers, man. I just want to throw them out there, and I also want to throw out um, some horror movie suggestions, um, just in case you guys are feeding off some brutality and you want to check out some horror movies. I'm going to actually let you guys in on some of that, and uh, we're going to be rocking and rolling with that shit. So, the top five uh, animes slash cartoons of all time, uh, for me in my opinion, would be Death Note, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, <laughs> um, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and I would say Boruto. So if you guys don't know those anime slash cartoons and you get, you know, pretty bored or you just kind of want to uh, watch some cartoons or some anime, definitely go check those out. Uh, you will not regret it. Um, I do watch anime. I still do watch cartoons from time to time. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm a huge horror slash thriller movie junkie. I, I love to watch um, a, a shit ton of horror movies and uh, enjoy those shits for sure. And uh, yeah, guys, so I'm going to throw you guys some horror movie suggestions. You definitely want to go check out. They'll be really fun to see. 
Um, starting with Hereditary, which came out in 2018. It's an amazing fucking movie. It has a really crazy plot twist at the end. And uh, it's fucking brutal, man. You definitely want to go check that out. One of my favorite movies of all time, not just horror. Um, also, check out Eli. It's just called Eli. Um, it was actually on Netflix. Um, a really good movie as well. It's horror. Um, a really good plot t twist at the end as well. You won't see it coming. I did not see it coming. And it's fucking fantastic. It's one of those movies you got to watch twice because you're not going to, you may not get it the first time. The same thing with Hereditary. I watched that shit like four times. But um, those are two really great movie suggestions. Um, I definitely want to go check out Tenet, that, that, that new thriller. But um, shit, outside of that, man, I was going to do a pun intended uh, challenge. I didn't really prepare that shit enough. <laughs> Maybe we can do it on the next segment. But guys, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for being in tune. Uh, with Metalhead Mania. Uh, tell your friends about me. Subscribe so you will get the notification uh, when I do release another episode. Um, I am going to post a notification on my social media about this episode dropping. Um, but outside of that, guys, um, you know, let me know. Like I said, um, I'll leave the link in the description uh, for the voicemail. Let me know um, if you want to vote for uh, Metal Blade Records, if you want to vote for Rise Records, if you want to vote for Solid State Records, if you want to vote for Epita Records, if you want to vote for Fearless Records, um, if you want to vote for Nuclear Blast Records, let me know. Um, I think it's a very um, difficult thing to do because there's a lot of good fucking bands uh, that would be leading those governments. Uh, me personally, um, it is confirmed. I'm probably going to have to go with Rise Records. Um, so, you know, that's what I'm going to go with, guys, which is basically blasphemy um, for all the motionless and white people that know me because I'm going against motionless. But, you know, again, we're the unbiased po podcast. So guys, thank you for listening. Like I said, if you listen to Anchor, you can see more of my editing. But that's going to wrap it up. Guys, stay metal. Stay brutal. We're out here. Peace.